Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast. Uh, Chris, I can't hear you. All right. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the 18 second um, uh, quiet time at the start. As I'm talking, didn't leave my mute. And Laura thankfully said, Hey, your mute's on. <laughs> hey, hey, we give you what we have. We're transparent. We're not just slickly editing it. We're going to give you what we have. So I apologize for that. I got to take my mute off there. I'm not sure what happened there, Laura. But hey, as I was saying to Quiet, it's the We Miss Marty podcast. We talk about Frazier, Laura Kessel. Laura, how are you doing today? Good. Good. Fantastic. Good. I'm doing good too because I actually. You can hear me, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> we are on the season one, episode 16. Look how far we've come. Uh, this week, we introduced Lilith to the show. And, hey, I want to make sure you all understand. Um, we started this um, thing with Laura when we were talking about Seinfeld. And thanks to um, Seinfeld streaming being put on hiatus, we started the Frasier thing. But Laura is joining us and Craig as we... Start to go episode by episode through Seinfeld. So catch Laura here, catch Laura on Seinfeld too. So, but hey, for the next Mom 20 over. minutes or so, yes, <laughs> we are going <laughs> to talk about. I, I think what should end up happening, and I was complaining to Laura about how frustrating experience today. It, it's over, it's fine, but uh, I'm thinking we'll just do sitcoms. So I think by six months, Laura and I will probably have what? 50 different episode rewatch podcasts where we'll just rewatch <laughs> old sitcoms. Exactly. And I don't know. I probably can't because I work from home and, you know, I can watch <laughs> sitcoms, but uh, Laura's nice enough to help us with two. I, I, I think three or four will get kind of awkward. And once we get to 50, I think Laura will be like, hey, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, enough. All right. But well, let's talk about Frazier. It's interesting. Lilith, um, you know, uh, B.B. Newworth, right? Yep. I'm getting the actress right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I never really was a, a Frasier fan. Well, Frasier. Yes, I like Frasier. Sorry, I misspoke there. <laughs> I never was a huge Cheers person. and But it was interesting because for that, this particular episode, this was a good reunion episode. So if you like Cheers, you liked B.B. Newworth, the little character on Cheers, all right, here's a crossover. And, and this was really the first crossover from a Cheers character to Frasier. So, I mean, hey, I like Lilith. I, I like her character on Seinfeld. <laughs> on Frasier. <laughs> Man, Laura, I'm just saying everything wrong yeah. today. I loved her character on Frasier. 
I appreciate the character on the uh, Cheers episodes I did watch. Um, Laura, you seem to like Cheers a little bit more than I did. Um, how was this? I like Ted Danson. So. You like Ted Danson. Okay. Yeah. How big of a deal do you think it was for Cheers fans to say, look, there's this new uh, thing that Frazier's doing, and wow, now we've got Lilith. Um, she's a good get for them. Um, she's a Broadway actress, so she's the fact that she was doing TV was a little unusual, I think. Um, she's very well known in the Broadway community. Um, but I mean, she she was very much like Lilith, you know, the Lilith that is in is in Seattle is the Lilith that was in Boston, you know. On the, on the other show, so yeah, a little yeah. more, maybe a little more aggressive on this one, just because um, I think the people she's dealing with are better foils for her, mm -hmm. you know, because like Sam and you know Norm and uh, what's his name Cliff the yeah. man and or and Carla don't forget Carla um, are a little more willing to come back at her. Yeah. You know? So I think she, I think she does, you know, she has some really good Frasier episodes throughout the whole series. You know, it's, it's almost like she, um, I have to look and see what, what the airing date of this was. Um, like it, it's almost like they brought her back for sweeps period, you know, yeah. Um, which, you know, would make sense because, you know, you, it's um, these are some of the better episodes of the of the season, you know, because it's just hilarious. You know, she is so funny. Well, I was watching a documentary this afternoon about um, Conan O'Brien. He was always a late night talk show. So I like and they were talking about how it was rough for him the first couple of weeks and months. And they were saying, man, maybe he doesn't make it. And they cited the fact when David Lerman came back on and said, hey, man, you're, you're good. We like you. Where that kind of turned the tide and made more people like him. Mm -hmm. I, I'm wondering, I never heard of Frazier having any difficulty at the beginning. But I'm wondering if starting to get people like Will on the show was like, all right, this is okay. Because if you like Cheers, you should like Frazier. Because now we're starting to get some of these characters back. And, you know, through the series, I mean, I think most, if not all, of the major players of Cheers made appearances on Frasier from time to time. Obviously, as the yeah. ex-wife, you see more Lilith, but you saw Cliff, you saw Ted Danson, you saw Woody made an appearance, and yeah. Um, yeah, and they went back to Cheers. Well, not necessarily the bar, but you know, for yeah. a get-together, where you saw a lot of those people, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think I would have to feel in that if we were doing this week by week, and we talked about this right after it aired, my goodness, I, I'm sure everyone was buzzing, going, "Oh wow, you know, yeah, they're bringing back the old Cheers people." I mean, it had to have been kind of exciting. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how they, um, how they promoted this episode. If they, if it was known she was going to be on, or if just you know the voice, yeah, suddenly appeared, which would have been funny. But oh, I mean, yeah. it was in February, which is one of the sweeps months, February third, nineteen ninety four. We were just talking about 1994. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, um, so I mean, it, if you're gonna have, you might as well have some of your, some of your high, heavy hitters come back, come on the show during the sweeps when you know ad rates are set and all that stuff. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I I was alive then. I gotta say, I wasn't regularly watching the Frasers at the time, so I can't remember off the top of my head how big of a deal it was. And, you know, it, it's funny, too, because, yeah, back at the time, there's less TV channels, so there was probably more of a market share for Frasier than there would be if it came out today. But yeah. then on the other hand, you know, trying to remember the pre-Twitter timeline when, you know, really the discussions of, wow, that was a great show, was more around the water cooler than instantaneously on Twitter. So, kind of I mean, interesting. I mean, the beauty of um, now, I, I know that Frasier moved around a little bit on the dates of airing. Yeah. Um, I don't think, but I'm not, I mean, I'm probably wrong that I don't think initially um, it was on on that Thursday night block of right. NBC's that was just wall-to-wall, excellent number one type stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the, um, I have a feeling that it was on a different night. Because yeah. it, it seems odd that it would be... I think it, I think after like after Cheers went off or when Cheers went off, I think it it had some time on Thursday nights. Right, I remember, but I don't think initially it did. Well, I, if I remember right, I think the first episode actually didn't it air. Well, no, I don't think it did. I I used to think they aired right after the finale of Frasier, but I if I remember right, they had a like a reunion or a, a farewell. Like where they all got together and talked, or I, I, I can't remember. That was all. <laughs> I remember the story, but I can't remember how that all went together. But I mean, either way, it, it must have been an exciting time when Willis came back. Not just for the sake of the episodes we're talking about thirty years later, but I mean, I, for the time, I mean, there had to have been some excitement. And I liked how it started. I mean, a lot of these shows were starting in the radio studio during Frazier's show. Um, you know, Frazier's dispensing of advice, and then uh, they get this call. It's Lilith, and apparently Roz knew who Lilith was. Uh, Frazier didn't want the call to get screened, and I, if I remember right, you know, Roz's response was like, "Hey, I'm the screener, so I can put on whoever I want." And yeah, it, it, it was great, and you, you could tell Roz was very much into making uh, Frazier's life very miserable because, <laughs> you know. Roz <laughs> jumps on the line and says, hey, you should guys go check out to dinner. And, you know, Frazier definitely didn't like that. He tried to fire her, and she was union. <laughs> and I, I wonder for Roz's job, if because, you know, it showed Frazier writing that note, you're fired. <laughs> and, and Roz already had that ready. So I'm wondering for <laughs> a producer, if you have to have that ready where, you know, yeah. you know you'll know, you take off <laughs> the boss. Did. Yeah, we needed it at various times. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, but yeah, very, very interesting how that uh, came together. Um, you know, it was interesting. Yeah, I don't think we could tell from the show itself. Like, I didn't know if if uh, Lilith knew he was on the radio. Uh, you know, it sounded like he. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. But, I mean, I think she she like said that she was listening. She was waiting for Pearl Jam's latest. Yes. <laughs> latest song on the radio and he was on I I'm I think he's on AM radio and I don't I can't remember a time when Pearl Jam would have been on AM radio. Yes. <laughs> so yeah yeah the cross promote for a second. I'm um, speaking of Seattle. 
I gotta be careful about this, Laura. I'm on my, uh, I do a show for Behind the Seal Curtain Network where, uh, just for fun, we make fun of cities and football teams that the Sewers play. Uh, mm-hmm. The Sewers are playing in Seattle when we tape this. And I had to be careful. I made fun of a bunch of stuff in Seattle, but I was sure not to make fun of uh, Frazier. Uh, I didn't make fun of Grunge Rock. I found a good article that talked about how Grunge Rock really wasn't born in Seattle. But, I don't know. It, it was interesting to bring it up. But, yeah, I, I, I couldn't imagine Lilith being a pro champion. But who knows? <laughs> Surprised. She could surprise me. So, um, I think it was about the time Pearl Jam was oh, around. Yeah, probably um, early days. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of wondering. Like I said, I, I read an article talking about how Seattle may have been mistakenly tabbed the capital of Grunge Rock. I'm wondering how Grunge would do it if you know people said it was. Wonder how popular grunge was on Seattle radio station. So, like, was Fraser competing against a grunge rock station with her show? Who knows? Kind of makes you think. But no, it was interesting. So, um, you know, they're going out to dinner. They meet at the house. Um, you know, obviously, a divorce is involved. So, you know, Fraser's family, I'm sure, isn't happy with uh, Lilith. And it was great when Lilith came over. Um, all the all the comments. Uh, what was your favorite? That, that made me laugh throughout the whole thing. There were a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I loved. I mean, I think I don't think they, I don't think they saved. I don't think the comments and the feelings about Lilith started with the divorce, as yeah. Marty as Marty proclaimed her weird. Yeah. You know, if you're. Um, if when you're comparing someone to, um, uh, what's her name? For, uh, his wife. Uh, uh, Marty's or? No, Niles. What's her name? Maris. Oh, Maris, yeah. Maris. If you're comparing someone to Maris and they're, they're weird. <laughs> yeah. You know that they don't like you. <laughs> it seems Fraser and Niles had a type. I, I would imagine. I, I mean, it sounds like Maris and. Um, Lilith were more like than different, you think? Um, I think, um, like, I think they were alike in that they were weird. Right. I mean, to quote, (laughs) to quote Marty. Right. Um, but, um, I think, um, I don't know. I think, like, I think there was a strength to Lilith. Yeah, I don't think Maris had unless it was dealing with her money. You know what I mean? I think I think that's a big difference for them. And then the argument around the toast that they talked about in the episode that you know drove the you know the fight at least between you know Maris and Lilith. So, um, you know, it was an interesting episode. Um. I haven't been through divorce personally. I have family members have been through divorce and other people too. I, I can imagine how hard it is because everything we've seen so far in the show of Frazier, I mean, you know, Frazier knows it's over. He's happy to be in Seattle. Um, you know, it, it doesn't seem like the marriage ended well, but obviously when marriages end, it's tough. You know, you, you have second thoughts. You say, boy, I wonder, you know, things could be different. And apparently, Fraser wrote a letter. It must have been before the divorce, trying to save the marriage, or maybe it was right after the divorce. I'm not exactly sure when. 
Um, and Lilith found that. And the, the crux of the episode is Lilith comes back to Seattle thinking that Fraser must have just wrote that. Maybe the marriage could be saved and everything. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting. I, I understand why the marriage was over. I mean, I'm wondering, you know, could it have lasted if Fraser said, hey, you know, come live with me. You know, hey, I'm, I'm happier in Seattle. I want to be closer to my family. You know, it, it seemed like Frazier kind of said, hey, I'm happier in Seattle. I'm wondering if Maris, if they got back together, if she wanted just to stay in Boston. I think, um, I think the marriage was over because she was having affairs, you know. Right. But, um, but you know, Maris was open. And Lilith was open to coming back. Um, no, and, I think she. I think she realized that, you know, her affair subjects, <laughs> for lack of a better right. word, um, guys weren't interested in anything but that. And Fraser, she realized, you know, really wasn't that bad a guy, you know. Right. Well, and so that's why she was interested. But I kind of wonder because, like, you know, Fraser gave us his reason to say, "Hey, you know, it's over. Hey, I'm here in Seattle. I'm happy here, and everything else." I mean, I wonder what would have happened if Maris, Maris, Lilith, got Maris on her brain now, Laura. Uh, if Lilith would have said, hey, all right, I'm good. Let's go see Ellen and let's live together. Because it seemed like Fraser's concern was more, yeah, he was upset about the affairs. But, you know, he was happy in Seattle. I don't think Fraser was ready to go back to Boston. So, um, I mean, it was a year ago, he said. Yeah. So it must have been just as he was leaving. Um. I mean, I don't think he wanted to, I don't think he wanted to necessarily wanted to break up the marriage, but because um, of the kid, you know, which, yeah. you know, they always say the worst reason to keep a marriage going is because you have kids, you know, because all you're going to do is cause them pain that they don't need to feel. Well, and friends I have that are divorced, I mean, you know, I've got friends that their kid lives half hour away. It's painful. It's tough. And. You know, just think of their situation, Boston, Seattle. I mean, it's it's hard to live further apart in the U.S. You know, it's a long ways apart. So, um, and you know, it got a little awkward. Anytime you express feelings and you're thinking something might happen, hey, sometimes romance comes back in, not uh, permanently, but hey, they spent the night together. They thought right. they had back. But after, you know, Fraser woke up in the morning, he quickly realized, hey, this isn't, you know, where I'm at or what I want. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. And, you know, he feels all this. I don't know what he was feeling, to be honest with you. I mean, is it guilt or stuck? It's hard to figure out, you know, what emotion he was feeling there. Well, I got to think, too, if you're married to somebody, and, you know, the marriage ends, however, if you end on good terms, if you're mad or anything, you know, there's some emotion involved. And, you know, sometimes things happen even after the marriage ends. And I think, you know, that's what happened with, you know, Fraser and Lilith. And, you know, unfortunately for Lilith, I think Lilith looked at it and said, hey, maybe we're getting back together since we're spending the night together. And I, I think Fraser had that thought, too. But I think when once Fraser woke up, he said, oh, you know, this is going to happen. So, um, yeah, I... I thought overall it was a good episode. I think, you know, we talked about how it sets building blocks for these relationships and everything. I think from this episode, you realize that although Fraser and Lilith have had kind of a 
arms apart relationship. I mean, this is the closest I think they ever get, really got back to being together. I, I think this episode did a good job of setting up why their relationship so where they could still see each other, they could still spend time with families, have somewhat of a, I guess we should say, quote unquote, friendship there yeah. without you know being tough. So I think the episode set you know a good example you know for that. Yeah. And as you can see during the show, and again, you know, we don't believe in spoilers. The show's been on for 30 years, so, <laughs> you know, you probably have seen this. If you're sitting here listening to us talk about it, you've probably seen other aspects of the show. But as we all well know, Lilith had a bunch of interesting episodes, where, including one where Lilith hooked up with Niles, which yeah. was a fun episode. So It was very reminiscent of this episode, actually. Yeah, yeah, very you know, much. The guy bringing in the food and... You yeah, know, him in the him in the bathroom with the food or her and I forget who was who, but um, you know there were a couple of really good lines in this episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lilith had a couple had a, most of them, um, when she was talking about what Fraser does when he's on the air, yeah, and giving advice. He said, she said, um, but in you were giving your worthless little advice pellets from your psychiatric Pez dispenser. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Um, and But the other thing, Niles showed himself to be just a moron in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, he completely missed the sarcasm. Yeah. At the end where Lilith was apologizing, you know. I mean, he just completely missed it. Or maybe, I don't know. I mean, he's not that dumb, but he really seemed that dumb. <laughs> well, well, they talked about the um, the concern happened in the, the wedding where right. they, they gave the toast or the vows and then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what was it? Lilith kind of snickered when they said mm-hmm. something. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Lilith kind of was sarcastic then too. And, you know, Niles is like, oh, thank you, thank you. You finally apologized, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we should get together next time you're here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which they kind of did. It wasn't yeah. necessarily next time, but they didn't get together. So, yeah. I don't know. And then the other thing was um, when Fraser was asked, seemed to be asking Niles for advice at the restaurant, at the coffee shop, and, and Niles wasn't doing anything. He was just talking, you know? He's like, <laughs> You know, he clearly didn't want to give him any advice because he, everything was, you know, you know what to do. You know what that means. And, and he says, what does it mean? And he's like, well, you know what it means. You know, yeah. it was just sort of silly. Like, why are you even doing anything? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So. Hey, I, I was going to mention this because it was interesting. You talked about our ratings and if this was a, a bigger deal. Um yeah, ratings are much higher than because there was as many choices and there wasn't Netflix or anything like that. But I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for season one, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the show where Lilith comes back that we've been talking about did the best ratings wise with a 33.1 rating. And mm-hmm. it was interesting. The second one for the year was the next episode we're going to talk about next week, uh, Midwinter's Night Dream, where you know Fraser stops. Where he thinks that you know Niles and Daphne could be getting together in season one, so yeah, very interesting. Um, yeah, it, this is I think the that's the first time they show Niles's house too, which is yes, cool. yeah. 
And, you know, you can tell there was a moment where I don't think this was the time. Well, it wasn't the time where they got together, but I, I think Daphne had thought for a second. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, you know, Daphne probably thought that for a second, but, you know, it didn't go far enough. But, yeah, yeah, very interesting episode there, too. Um, I've been checking. I, I'm still not seeing anything about the Frasier reboot, Laura. Have you seen anything as of lately? Nothing. No. And, you know, we were having the Delta variant, and obviously we're still definitely in the time of COVID. You definitely still need to be careful by all means. Um, but, you know, they're saying the, the Delta variant is going <laughs> down a little bit, but I, so I'm guessing maybe production was, you know, slowed by that, but I haven't seen anything as of yet, so. No, nothing. I don't know. I mean, I would be excited if they came up with it. I, I think about that with The Office. You know, I keep on saying, oh, bring back The Office. Let's reboot it. But yeah. then you hear a lot of good arguments. And Laura, I think you've even made this to me yeah. about saying, hey, you know, it's, it's not going to be like it used to be. You got nine seasons to watch The Office. Enjoy it. And, I, and maybe the more I think of it, hey, we got 11 seasons of Frasier. Let's yeah. enjoy them than wish for a old Kelsey Grammer and David Hype Pierce to try to yeah. recreate the magic. So who knows? Um, all right. Well, uh, the preview ahead uh, later this week, we'll also be releasing uh, Seinfeld. Uh, we're going episode by episode. Uh, we're on episode two. We're going to record this right after uh, we get done here. Uh, much better episode. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Uh, Laura and I are already disagreeing on Wayne. I'm, I'm seeing Laura's <laughs> points. So I'm trying to uh, try to figure out how I'm going to say this better, maybe. Um, but we're going to tape this next, and we will have it for you. Uh, we might even put this on YouTube. Um, so it'll be there for for all time. <laughs> so be good. Yeah. I don't know. Laura, it's Wednesday. I'm already tired. I was off Monday yeah. and Tuesday. And oh, man. It's your first I'm already feeling, yeah, I'm already feeling slap happy. This is this is huh. rough. So I don't know. Yeah, it's been a fun, been a fun day. We'll put it that way. But it's always good to end it with our uh, Fraser discussion. Anything else about Fraser? Anything related that we want to say before we uh, no, join really. Craig? Not really. Sounds good. All right. Well, for Laura, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the We Miss Mario podcast. Like I said, next week, uh, what's the episode called? A Midwinter's Night Dream. We'll discuss that. Have a great day, everybody. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We're hoping to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.